Hi everyone, this is Solomon from What's the Dealio. Recently, the 2020 TEDx Youth at ASIJ speaker videos were released on YouTube. To give a little retrospective into what it was like in the final days before the event, we've taken these interviews from the speakers and from the team and released them in this special episode. Enjoy the interviews and we hope you check out the event. My name is Adam Patek, and welcome back to What's the Dealio. Today we have four very special guests, all our speakers for the ASIJ TEDx conference, and they have kindly taken their time for this interview to answer some anticipated questions. So our four speakers are... Lisa Yamaguchi, Kyler Caldwell, Karina Sampson, and Jerry Kimura. So Lisa, what is your anticipated TEDx topic about? So my TEDx topic is basically about community service and how important it is to give rather than take. What made you interested in this topic that you're presenting? Well, I've always liked community service as a child. I did it in my old school in Shanghai, and I also did it here, like working with the kids, and it started, made me like, realize that like, there's so much more to community service than we realize. So regarding the community service, what made you want to talk about this at the TEDx conference? I wanted to talk about this because I liked it, and I, I saw something yeah, I just realized that there's a message we need to, like, get out that's important. <laughs> so, Lisa, how has your experience been so far at TEDx? Um, I guess the process is pretty stressful because it took a long, long time to write out a draft. And also rehearsing it, sometimes we forget some parts. And the process is really stressful, but it's, it's very exciting. And I'm really excited for the event on Wednesday. I'm sure it's going to be great. So our next guest speaker is Kyler Caldwell. So Kyler, what is your topic that you're going to present? Well, I had a health crisis a while ago, and this topic is really about how, like, kind of overcoming those struggles. But also, I you know through that struggles, I learned like a process to change and like a certain mindset that's really been helpful to me. But I found that it's also been applicable to other changes in my life. So Kyler, I believe that you're the only grade ten speaker in this uh, TEDx conference. Ooh. Do you feel anything about that statement, or do you, <laughs> do, you, do you think about it, that you're the only, like, the underclassman? Do you think about it? Um, I mean, yeah, I was kind of intimidated, to be honest, right? Uh, everyone here presenting at TEDx is really smart and well-spoken, and their speeches, I, like, I, learned, I listen to them, and their speeches are so good. But I don't really think of myself, like, as inferior as well. I yes. think that they really... Definitely not inferior. His speech is great, just yeah. for the record. Oh, my God. Like, we, yes. we accept you and we love you. What do we mean? Yes. We don't even need to accept you. You're, like, a star. Boom. Yeah. Welcome to TEDx. See Kyler. Anyways. Um, I think... No, I just think... Um, I was scared at first, but, you know, they've all been really helpful, you know, editing my speech. And I hopefully I've been helpful editing their speeches. And it's I've gotten more comfortable to it. So regarding this health crisis, what was the main reason, what struck you to present this at the conference? Like, what was the reason why you wanted to present this exact topic at this conference? Well, my, my health crisis, you know, it took a lot of time out of my life. And I think that it was, I mean, it, it was very scary to go through. Um, but I think that, you know, again, the method of change that I've learned from it, I think it's you know, I, I think it's applicable for anyone else. Like, it could help them make a change they want to make in their personal lives or to the community around them, you know, or to the environment. It's, I think, yeah, it's just really helpful. 
everyone in the What's the Deal is wishing you luck and hope you uh, have a great presentation. Thank you, Adam. So uh, <laughs> next we have Karina. Yeah. Senior. So uh, Karina, what is your TEDx topic about? So basically my TEDx topic follows a really interesting metaphor that I kind of don't want to give away, but it has to do with a superhero's choice. And I've been working on a project separately for the past three years in the IMPACT program, and not a lot of people really know about it, including my friends who are kind of confused about what I do. But it's really centered on improving mental health and how do we fit psychology in general. And something that I researched for my project was positive psychology. I thought it was really cool and really applicable, although it kind of seemed new and like a little bit less professional compared to the other branches, but I'm trying to like prove that it's really important for us to consider. So you really want to talk about or present your passion, let's say, to the, in this conference. Do you want to like continue this in real life, like researching mental health and that type of stuff, trying to solve? Yes, definitely. I feel like, I think I applied to all of my colleges under like the psychology major box. Mm -hmm. But anyways, like I've been really into like learning how the brain works and like even the biology of it in class so it's definitely a, something I want to continue in the future and I think one of my biggest dreams for like past college is to start some sort of clinic for the underprivileged people in my country the Philippines because mental health isn't something that like people under the poverty line really prioritize so it's just something that's been there kind of a big dream but boom. So do you have a message for the people that have passions but aren't sure whether to follow them or not? Yeah, honestly, go for it. Because sometimes like when you go to school, you don't really see the opportunities that you have to pursue some of the passions that you want to pursue. You're kind of stuck in like subjects and academic bubbles that maybe you're not super interested in. But there is always a way. I can't think of a school so far that doesn't really provide students the opportunities to like go beyond that. And on an ASIJ level, there are so many programs, so many activities that you can join. And if you really, really like something, like don't give it up ever because it can create something amazing. So go for it. So how has this exact experience been for you as a senior? Oh my gosh, so I've been part of the TEDx team since its first, I think, ever event. It was like one of the private events that we had in 10th, when I was in 10th grade, and it was really new. It's grown so much. Like, I'm really impressed about at how, like, the organizers from the past two years have skyrocketed and everything. I was an organizer from 10th grade to 11th grade, and I got to see, like, amazing talks. And this year, I was kind of like, time to pass the baton. But this time, I want to say something that I, too, cared about. So TEDx was a really good platform that I really did trust ever since I was an MC in 10th grade and a speaker coordinator in 10th grade. So it's something I really liked to be a part of, and I'm going to miss it next year. But TEDx is kind of like a second family, too. It sounds like it's been a great part of your life, and I'm so glad that you're here speaking in your final year. Our final speaker, our final interviewee is Jury, Jr. So, Dre, what is your TEDx talk about? My TEDx talk is about how I own a gun, and it's kind of a mixture of, like, judgments, curiosity, and how to break this barrier of judgments that we kind of build. So, uh, I'm just very interested. Why do you own a gun, to just, like, to start with? Like, I think the listeners <laughs> want to understand this. Actually, that's actually what I'll I talk about in my it. TED talk. <laughs> Spoilers, so. come, Spoilers. On <laughs> yeah, come on Wednesday. Yeah, come on Wednesday. Okay, okay, okay. So what made you want to speak about this? Oh uh, yeah. I think topic? I think it's important 
For me, if I had seen somebody that had broken through this judgment barrier, it would have really inspired me to take this step earlier. And maybe for other people, seeing me break this barrier with curiosity will inspire them to break that barrier as well. I would love to hear how your experiences been this time around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I always procrastinate, so that's kind of been like the pattern again. But I think that something that's really helped me is the team, like just texting them, like knowing how they're doing, like looking at their slides, Saturday. how they're doing, <laughs> and them helping me cut down my speech and stuff. That's just been amazing. Like they really inspire me to make it good. This is a question actually for everyone, but by talking about something you're very passionate about, does it decrease procrastinating or do you kind of want to work on it a little bit <laughs> more than let's say a regular really school good. topic? That's a really no, good question. No, like I feel like, yeah, that's, like because we want to work on it more, we're trying to like write something that's perfect. That's so true. Which takes so much of our time and like I spend so many hours trying to write a script because I want to get it right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, there's both sides to Definitely. it. Yeah. I really want to work on it but I really want to make it good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's also like a really hard writing assignment. Mm -hmm. You get yeah, eight, yeah. eight minutes go. It's like what do you do, right? Mm -hmm. And oh, speech gosh. is like a completely different type of writing so yeah. it's, it was really hard. So I understand that it might be easier to uh, have the idea of it because it's a passion, mm -hmm. but executing yeah, it execute. is just going to be like a tough process because you want to make it as best as possible mm -hmm. yeah. because you want to show that you're the most knowledgeable about this topic. Yeah. For me, I know that it was kind of hard for me to commit to writing like or finishing a paragraph because like we all had really good outlines. I feel like that's a commonality, but like when you're stuck trying to find the proper English that is deliverable to both yeah. your peers and like also the TED YouTube world kind yeah. of thing, you have to like think about how you say it and how can you concisely more effectively say it, which is super difficult. Yeah. Super, super yeah. difficult because we can talk about our passions to our friends like yeah, off the like bat. Eight minutes yeah. is easy with our friends. Yeah, like out there, like, no? yeah. like an hour. Fill like. your time on that, but you can't do that on the TED stage really. Yeah. You have to make it a little bit more polished but i feel like i don't know we've had fun that's true. so fun. so much yeah. fun writing you got a lot of help from teachers yeah, yeah. yeah. teachers yeah yeah so i'm just very interested does the teachers have a big part in this conference and what do they really do okay so well depends on which teachers are talking about so we have mr bell and mr alcadre they're kind of like our power duo for tedx for the past two years and they've been really good at helping us write a TED talk or helping us understand how to give a TED talk like they give us they give us pointers during our rehearsals but I feel like this is a little more student run we also do have mentors that we talk Duncan to also. Oh, Mr. Yeah, Duncan, Mr. Yeah. Duncan. Mr. Duncan is great at like all the acting portions of it he gives us a lot of good advice in terms of how to write things better mm -hmm. we also have mentors that we each individually have and we've met like a couple or a few times just to check up on our S on our speeches and everything else we do. But I really do think that it's a more student-run kind of event, mm -hmm. as it has been for the past few years, which is kind of cool. Shout out to Maureen. She's been working <gasps> so Marine. hard. Maureen, oh my god. She's oh, she's like, so Maureen! So I think that's all the time we have today. Once again, my name is Adam Platek. My name is Lisa. My name is Kyler. I'm Karina. And I'm Jerry. And this was an episode for the TEDx conference. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
I'm here now with three members of the TEDx 2020 team, and uh, can you introduce yourselves now? Just tell us your name, your grade, and uh, what role you played this year. So my name is Marine Savoy. I'm a junior, and this year I was the main organizer. Uh, my name is Maya Machek. I'm also a junior, and I was the main logistics organizer. My name is Claire Kim. I'm a junior, and my main role this year was helping with speaker organization. All right, so it sounds like we have a good mix of people from like different aspects of the event. Mm -hmm. um, and okay, so first question is from Maureen. Can you tell me a little bit about what uh, organizing the event as a whole entails, and maybe give us an insight into like maybe what a a regular day was like for you when you were organizing the event? Yeah. So. It may be surprising to some people, but it's actually a lot of work putting this whole event together. I think part of it is the whole administrative side of it. So not only coordinating with the school organization to make sure we have a date set, to make sure, um, well, in this case, we wanted a special schedule this year. So I would say the first part of the year was coordinating with the ASIG administration. Um, and then it changed to building a team. So... Yeah, so we I built a team together. Some people were here from last year. Some people came up to me in the halls and say, hey, I'm interested in TEDx. Yeah. So then we built our team, and then it was time for the speakers. So the speaker selection process, it was really, I think it worked out really well this year. We basically emailed 50 randomly selected people off of Edsby, um, and then we asked them, we try to do equal gender, all grades, and then we asked them, basically like do you want to be part of the TEDx speaker selection committees they graded all the speaker pitches we got the scores uh, so that was the whole beginning part of the process and then after that it was just getting the speakers ready and then getting the event itself ready so getting the speakers ready Claire helped a lot with and then Maya helped a lot with getting the event ready and then I think the most most important thing not to do when you're planning an event is to not face things headfirst. Mm -hmm. It's to ignore things. It's to be overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so I would start each week with just sitting down in front of, I like to type, so a blank document and then write out literally every single thing that I had to do. It might be sending out emails. It might be checking in with the speakers. It might be checking with Mr. Gil Martin or Mr. Jerksey to make sure ASIJ TV is all set. And then once you have everything written out and your mind is clear, that's when you can actually start thinking about things. And then it's all about delegating. So having a good team is really important because you need to delegate and you need to, make, you need to be able to make sure that you can trust people. So, yeah. All right. And so, Claire, I know that uh, Maureen mentioned that you're the speaker coordinator or speaker <laughs> manager. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, what that job entails? You know, I, I imagine that part of it is like rehearsing with them, checking in, but... Uh, what does it involve? Um, it kind of changed throughout the year. So in the beginning, it was working with Marine to figure out how we wanted the speaker selection process to work and also working with that committee as they watched the videos and explaining things to them. And then once the speakers were selected, it was it's kind of like during an English class, for example, where you do peer review. It was that kind of thing where they would read it and we would go through and... Um, point out things that they can improve on or tell them what they were doing well. And then towards the very end, um, I was helping with the speakers, still rehearsing and things like that, but I also helped more with Maya and logistics as well. So where does logistics fit in in the TEDx event organization? 
Um, well, a big part of logistics is figuring out where all of the parts fit together and how we can make sure the event runs as smoothly as possible from slides to having enough seats in the theater um, to all these different things that make it, it run smoothly. So we had to figure out um, if we were going to have the part of the stage raised or not and how we could fit all the grades in the theater and then how we could get the event schedule working and just kind of getting all of those pieces to work together um, was a big part of it. Um, I think uh, the hardest part is probably um, making sure that you don't forget about anything. And I think one problem we had was we the videos didn't have sound at the beginning, so we needed to... Um, have we need to make sure that the communication between all of the different parts with Mr. Gilmartin, with the speakers, with the MCs, we need to make sure that the communication was very clear between all of the different moving parts so that they could work together. So if one of our listeners is interested in maybe helping out with TEDx next year, what would you say are some important qualities or attitudes to bring to the team? The most important is wanting to make the event the best possible. I would say it's, well, Cian Kwan, in, well, she'll be a junior next year, is the organizer. Um, so it'll be up to her to decide what team values she wants. But whatever happens, it's less about whether you've had experience in a certain thing, and it's more about I'm ready to show up, I'm ready to take initiative, I'm passionate about putting this event together and sharing students' stories, and I want to make this event the best possible, because taking initiative is really the most important quality, I would say. Exactly. So it's about like initiative, finding things to do, um, and just finding ways to improve the event. Alright, well, thank you uh, for joining us today, and Yeah, it was great to hear a little bit about what goes into this TEDx event, and hopefully our listeners will enjoy. Thank you. And that was the dealio. Be sure to check out the TEDx speaker videos at ASIJ TV, and also to check out the rest of our episodes, including our distance learning series and a profile on the vocal jazz ensemble at dealio.asij.ac.jp or on the Hanabi website. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.